All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and all thy saints shall bless thee. They shall speak of the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power, to make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and thy dominion endureth through all generations. Psalm 145, 10-13 You are listening to My Religious Struggles, the podcast. Hello, good evening, and welcome to another episode of My Religious Struggles, the podcast, where we've been looking at the Great Disconnection. So before we go into today's topic, as usual, we want to say hello to you, to our lovely listeners. And uh, my name is Francesca. If it's your first time tuning in, my name is Francesca. And my co-host, Kennedy, is here with us today. Kennedy, how are you? How are you feeling? How is everything? Of course, enjoying life as usual. It's the only one we're given, and so you might as well make the best of it. And happy to be here again to continue our podcast, My Religious Struggles. Fantastic. Before we go into the episode and everything, one of the things I wanted to do, we, we used to do this a lot more. We don't do it as much anymore, but what are some of the feedback that you're getting um, from the podcast? What are people saying? Uh, folks, folks, there's, uh, there's one, um, let, me, let me think of, of them specifically. Last, just a couple of days ago, someone talked about the, the last podcast uh, mm. that we did. It was, well, for them, it was very good. Another one says that the messages that are so they are so timely. They mm. are intersecting with their lives. Mm. And so when we hear when we hear things like that, um, it gives us courage to continue um, the podcast. For sure, for sure. And that that happened to me before as well, where we've spoken about something that's been so specific to what's going on in my life. Um, and you know, I think sometimes that truly shows the wonder of God. Sometimes because. Um, you know, we could have we could have spoken about any other topic, right? Uh, but God will have it so that, and and I believe it's one of the the ways where He gives us choice and He allows us to to move and to be who we need to be, but also finds a way to be magnified and glorified in that. And I think that's absolutely amazing. Yep, and that, but that's what it's about. It's about others. Um. um intersecting the lives of others, helping in other individuals in their struggles um, to help them to navigate through it is always is always a wonderful thing. Indeed. So at the beginning of the show, I mentioned that we've been looking at a topic called the Great Disconnection. If you're listening today for the first time, we've been looking at uh, two areas in lives that should be working together, but because of whatever reason, uh, they are disconnected. And some of the things we think, yeah, of course, these need to be together. And some of them we think, really, should these be connected and why? So we've had lots of interesting conversations so far. And uh, I think today is going to be an extremely interesting one. So, Candy, introduce us to what, what topic in The Great Disconnection will we be looking at? What two things will we be looking at today? We're looking at misery versus um, ministry. Misery uh, versus ministry. Yeah, there's a growing sense of dissatisfaction among God's people um, with the ungodly system of traditions we've been talking about the last time. Mm. Uh, tradition, uh, um, we, we talk about traditions as opposed to transformation. Right. And um, but 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 a lot of people are becoming very um, 
dissatisfied. They're, they're very, there's a dissatisfaction. And whenever there's a dissatisfaction, disconnections take place. There's a growing sense of, of, of something better than just business um, as, as usual. There's a desire, there's a hunger for the power and the presence of God, which is found in all of us. And we're not finding it anymore in church. And so a lot of people are dropping out of church because their lives are miserable. Because, and one of the reasons why is because we were designed for ministry, not mm. for misery. As a matter of fact, out of our misery comes our ministry. And so we should be able to minister to individuals based on our misery. But unfortunately, because we are not taught, we are not educated, we are not um, led by the spirit, we tend to turn it into a negative rather than turning it into a positive. So let's get let's get into it. What when you say ministry, what do you think of? So a lot of people I know will hear the word ministry and their minds will go directly to very clear things of what we think ministry is, you know, pastoring, evangelism, uh prophesying. Uh I'm trying to remember the five for ministries here, teaching and uh I forget now. So prophesying, pastoring, teaching, evangelism, and pastoring. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, very good question. Very good question. And again, what the enemy has done, he has created misunderstandings with biblical concepts. Mm. So when we talk about ministry, ministry is about meeting the needs of people. I like that. Period. Ministry is meeting. So God has equipped us with gifts, purposes, ministries, vocations, and our destiny. And you'll discover that they are designed to help other people. And so how do we use our gifts? Because every human being, every believer is a minister. Isaiah chapter 61 uh, verse 6 tells us that when Jesus comes, we'll we be called ministers, we'll be called priests, we'll be called ministers. We are, we are given the, the title of ambassador, we're given the title of saint, we're given the title of judge, king, priest, etc. So mm -hmm. every believer has abilities and capabilities that are to be used to help other people. And that's what ministry is. So ministry is, so when you look at Jesus, he, he met the needs of the people he came in contact with. Right. Um, so I mentioned uh, the, the fivefold ministries, as people say. Um, mm -hmm. I think, you know, my dad used to have this, um, I think it was my dad, that had this very not so funny joke <laughs> about the fivefold ministry. He'd be like the fivefold ministry, you know, which is your five fingers into a fist. That was a fivefold ministry as a joke. <laughs> um, but we mentioned the fivefold ministries, which are very common. One of the things I realized when I was older um, in my faith and did some sort of reading for myself, that there were other ministries mentioned in the Bible that uh, don't get talked about. And one of them was, for example, um, the Ministry of Hospitality. And I... I, that stuck out to me because um, I have a friend who is extremely hospitable. Like it's in her, she Love can't it. help but be hospitable, yeah. right? So to the point where um, when she used to come and if she'd come and visit us, you know, or visit me here in my home as my guest, right? I remember one time I woke up and breakfast was made and stuff was done. And I said, but you're in my house. And she's like, oh, no, but I love doing this stuff. So I tell her, here's the rule. You're not allowed <laughs> to touch my stuff and cook when you're here because you're my guest. But it was just so much part of who she was. She loved, look, she loves looking after people. And when you explain ministry in that sense, and you see ministries about meeting the needs of people, 
um, it's so clear to see that in these other ministries that don't get spoken of, than in the ones that are more common. So I've got two questions for you. What are some of the other ministries that are mentioned in the Bible? But also, why is it so easy for us to see those ministries as meeting the needs of others, but these ministries as people meeting our needs? Because of the, the, the exposure that they get. Hmm. We talk about them so, and this, by the way, is what's bringing about the, min the misery in, the, in our churches. Because there are those individuals who don't fit into that fivefold ministry. I see. What are they? What are they supposed to do? Mm. And you mentioned the one about hospitality. Um, every need that exists, there's a ministry for that need. Mm. So counseling. Um, can't every. Okay, let's go back to Genesis, because remember, whenever you have a problem, you always go back to the beginning. Genesis one when you go back to the beginning of Genesis, you'll discover in Genesis chapters 1 and one to 3, there are over 100 different vocations that God performed and now is asking us to perform. But our mm -hmm. vocations actually came out of the ministries we should be involved in. It came out of our purposes. It came out of our gifts that God has given to us. So the gifts are the foundation. So, so when you look at Jesus in Isaiah chapter 61, Isaiah 53, we discover that Jesus has a multiplicity of gifts, that he used um, those gifts to accomplish his purposes. He used those gifts in ministries, not just ministry. Again, it's plural. We, we, we limit and restrict ourselves, and that's what the enemy wants us to do, to just yeah. this one area. Yeah. And then when God calls us to another area, we are confused because we don't understand that God didn't just call us, didn't just give us one gift. Mm. And so what happens as a result, mechanics is a gift. Computer programming is a gift. Taking care of children, whatever need exists out there, prison, uh, there are ministries for them. And there are people who are gifted in that area that can run those ministries um, as a result. I'm stuck with what you've said about, about definition of ministry. And I think it's, it's the simplest definition I've ever heard of the word ministry, it being meeting the needs of other people. And when you say it like that, and you realize that that's the definition, it's so easy to see how, what you're just saying, how everything, anything that has a need, there's a ministry attached to it. Okay. It so, so for example, so not to cut you off. So for example, your ministry is what you're doing right now. Mm. There was a need for this podcast and I could not do the podcast by myself. Mm. And therefore part of your ministry now is being the host of, of, of this, this, uh, my religious, my religious struggles, not only in that area, but in also in other areas. And so when we begin to see, because this is something that God has called you to do. Mm. He has gifted you in, in this area and he has caught, because the, and people talk about it all the time, how natural you are, how much they're enjoying the podcast and they love mm. uh, Francesca. And one of the reasons for that is because it's a gift from God and you're taking that gift now and using it, fulfilling your purpose. Well, well, well some of your purposes that God has called you to accomplish, but you're also taking that and turning it into a ministry. Right, right. So where does misery come in? Where does the misery, misery come comes in? in when we're not allowed to use the gifts that God has given to us to, to mm. meet the needs of people. Mm. And when our needs are not being met as well. So for example, I wrote the book, The Great Disconnection. Um, 
And, and one of the things that we did was that we had a focus group. We did a survey and then we had a focus group. And um, they agreed that the church is helping to contribute um, um, to the disconnections. Wow. And we're not doing enough to bring about reconnections. Um, I guess I'm playing, uh, many people complain about who, that they're leaving the church. And when they leave the church on, on Sunday, on Sabbath, whenever you go to church, they're leaving empty, they're leaving dry, they're leaving hopeless and still have problems, uh, um, the same problems when they came in. Um, and so Jesus in his indictment of the, <clears throat> the Jews said to them, my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. Um, that's Ma Matthew 21 and verse 13. Mm -hmm. But we are robbing our people of what they already have. So when we don't give them the opportunity, therefore, to use their gifts, is going to turn into ministry. Mm. Here's the other thing that here's the other thing that happens as a result, and it comes back to our gifts. If individuals are elected in church based on their looks, if they they're elected based on on their their heritage, if they're because of the amount of money that they have, because of their social status. If it is not in according with the accordance with the gift, what do you think a person who is gifted and comes in and sees them operating? What is the first thing they're gonna do? If it's not going right, if it, mm. if, it, if they're not doing, they know a better way to do it. Right, right. What are they gonna do automatically? They're gonna look at the better way to do it. Yeah. They're gonna criticize. Yeah. But then. And it's not that they're evil. It's not that they, they, they mean to do what they're doing, but they, because they're gifted in that area, therefore, they're going to criticize what could be done better, how it can be done better. Let me give you an example. I went home and visiting home and your aunt, Yvonne, mm. who is a caterer, who can, who can cook, who can dish out food. She has been doing that from a time, because um, she's the oldest. But she, she loved, and she loves doing it. She, she yeah. actually loves doing it. We're having a crusade and they had lunch that day. And when the people came out with their, their, their containers with the food, my sister turned and said, that container is too big. Mm. Because the food was lost in the container. All right. Now she didn't, she didn't, she didn't, she didn't, um, um, she said that. And a few minutes later, there's this lady who came out with her food and said, this is all the food y'all give me. And, and uh, she was upset. She was angry. Mm. When Yvonne said, all they had to do is put it in a smaller container. Of because it was, I ate, I, I, had, I had the meal. I had the meal and there was enough food. Yeah. But it didn't look plenty because, because of yeah. the size. But that's my point. Yvonne was gifted in that area. She didn't have a part to play in it. And so the moment they came out, automatically, because that created misery for her. Mm. Because she wasn't given the opportunity to help in an area that she's gifted in. So automatically, she just criticized. Mm. And again, she wasn't being, it was about malice. It wasn't about malice. It was truth, the truth that she knew. And this is what happens in church all the time when we elect individuals, but they're not elected based on their giftedness. So not only is the individual who's not elected uh, miserable, but they also make the life of those who are elected miserable. You're not going to get cooperation. You're not going to be able to, they're not going to be able to, have to contribute. And so the whole church is affected um, um, as a result. And that's where the misery comes because we're not given the opportunity to minister. I was going to say actually that 
I'm seeing now where the contribution that misery has for ministry and within church, because as you're saying that people, people are, um, aren't seeing the importance. I think we don't see the importance of anything outside those five ministries. And so if you don't fit into those things, you know, you're not part of clicks or you're not part of your job isn't as important or, you know, I think I hear stories of, 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 you know, people that, that are, that are janitors, you know, and love their job and do a great job of what they're doing. I think, you know, that person is gifted for that. Yes. You know, I see people that I've seen stories and videos of people that are like, uh, uh, garbage truck collectors for example and i've seen videos of people like like, little children moms would have videos of 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 these little kids um waiting at the end of the 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 the, what do you call it the walk the walkway basically from the road to the house the child is waiting at the end of that walkway and because she can see that the truck is coming because that 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 garbage truck collector brightens her day and he makes a whole thing about it and makes that child happy and we might think well what does that have to do with with collecting garbage or with whatever but he's he's imparting something in that child even if it's just the one child we don't know what that child is going to grow up to do to be or whatever all because he took his ministry in such a fantastic way but we look at these things we look at these ministries or we don't consider other things as ministries and so when it comes time for people to participate in church and participate in the life of the church, I think it's difficult for leadership to understand where to fit people because they don't understand ministries. And I think it's understandable for the congregation to know where they fit because they don't understand ministries. Yeah. Um, and then that's where the misery comes in. Yeah. Uh, and another, another reason for the disconnection also, because of that, uh, they don't feel as though they belong. Right. To have a connection, you, have, you must be feel, feel a part of. So that's right. why a lot of people just come in, they sit and listen. Uh, it's not reciprocal. It's just a one-way street. There's no investment on their part because of the way the church operates. Um, there's no need for their services for the average person. Um, I understand that because I remembered, um, I became frustrated when I would go to church after I decided to, after the Lord called me to a different phase of ministry. I would go to church and feel miserable because I didn't have the opportunity to use any of my gifts. Mm. Um, I always ask this question as we're coming down to the end. How So the, the disconnection is misery and ministry. How do we connect these together? The fivefold ministry that there's an emphasis on, the reason for that is about control. It's really about, about control. Mm-hmm. And we have restricted, again, the gifts to the church, and we don't understand the bigger picture in utilizing our gifts on a daily basis. So the church, remember, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 4, that it, the, 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 the gifts are given for the work of the ministry, it, and it's to enhance and to empower the people. Um, so when we're not doing that, then misery is, is going to take place. Mm. And so in order for us, therefore, to help these individuals with their ministry, we need to expand um, the gifts and understand that the gifts are designed to accomplish God's purposes and the ministries that we should be in, invo- involved in. So teach people, therefore, how to minister. 
And if mm -hmm. they do, then they will feel a part of, they feel as though they belong, and they will therefore contribute. Because we, the only contribution we're looking for now is financial, rather than the individuals investing themselves into right. helping other people um, as a result. So we're going to go in more detail. We're going to go in more detail when we summarize how to do bring about reconnection. Sure. One more quick question um, before we close off. Can you touch quickly on how misery contributes to ministry? How so? You mentioned in the beginning that out of misery is birthed ministry. Yes. Talk to us a bit more about that. Um, a man. Job chapter 14, verse 1 says, a man that is born of a woman, his life is full of troubles. So we're going to experience struggles in our lives. And when we experience struggles in our lives, then what happens as a result, we take that those, those problems that we've had now and we, transfer, we allow the Spirit now to reveal to us, how can I utilize this now for to minister to others? So for example, um, I remembered when I went home um, to publish... Um, to, to not publish, to launch daddy's book, mm -hmm. father, your grandfather's book. And I remember distinctly coming on the plane, coming down on the plane, and there were, I read in, in, in the in the a magazine that says in, in Anguilla for every mile there's a church. And so when I got home, I remember sitting on the gallery with mommy and daddy, and then we got the news that this 25-year-old has been shot. And when he was shot, he left behind a three-year-old. And so I, I went on a rampage and I started um, um, speaking up against the churches. I'm saying, we have a church for every mile. What are the churches doing? Right. What are they doing? And the spirit impressed upon me. And he said it in a, in a, in a low, sweet voice. You're talking what the church is doing. What are you what doing? What are you doing? Yep. And so because of that now, I'm on the radio station in Anguilla every Sabbath morning before I go to, before mm. I go to. Um, so here I was in my misery and now God turned it into a ministry. It could be grief, it could be, it could be um, losing a child, it could, whatever it is, whatever misery it is we are experiencing. Because now we are talking from experience. We're not talking about what somebody told us. We're not reading from a book. This is now my personal experience. And that's what it's all about. Being able to tell your story and it's actually his story. God is telling his story through you, through you. and therefore yeah. you'll be able to minister to others. Fantastic. Absolutely love it. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I most certainly did. If you haven't caught up with all the other topics that we've been speaking on so far, now is your time. Here's your reminder to go and check out uh, this series of, part of season three, The Great Disconnection. We've been talking about so many great subjects and the conversations have been absolutely fantastic. Very phenomenal. So please catch up with that. We have our live Q&A coming up. So make sure you register for that. As I've said before, you need to register for the event because although it's free, we need to know who's coming. We need to know um, who to send the link to. And the live Q&A is just an opportunity for you to sit in the co-host seat along with myself and Kennedy and ask your questions. So exactly as I've been doing today, just asking questions. We want to hear your questions live. So make sure you are there. Also, what we're going to link in the uh, description Kennedy shared his book, The Great Disconnection, earlier in the episode. So we are going to link that book below so you can grab your copy if you would like. Um, 
Otherwise, please make sure to uh, like, share, and subscribe to this podcast and turn on your notifications so you don't miss another episode. Kennedy, any closing words before we say goodnight? Yes. Um, as, as believers, we are all ministers, and therefore we have the ability to minister. As a matter of fact, God has given us the gift of teaching so that we can minister to others. And so whatever it is that we need, God has equipped us with it so that we can be effective, we can be productive, we can be prosperous, we can make a difference in the lives of the people he brings in our path. Fantastic. Absolutely love it. That's it from us, guys, for another episode of My Religious Struggles, the podcast. We'll see you again right here next Wednesday. See you then. Thank you.